The date is July 11th, Thursday, and today I'm coming to you from Portland, Oregon. On this day in 1960, the novel To Kill a Mockingbird was released. It was an instant bestseller and was published into 10 different languages its second year in print. Since its first publication, To Kill a Mockingbird has won a Pulitzer Prize, been translated into over 40 languages, and is the most widely read book among middle school and high school students in America. Mockingbird is from the perspective of a young girl named Jean Louise Finch, who readers come to know as Scout. The main event in the book revolved around the trial of a falsely accused black man, Tom Robinson. Tom Robinson is represented by Scout's father, a lawyer, Atticus Finch. The book is largely based on the author's own experiences in childhood. Her neighbor friend, Dill, is a version of Truman Capote, who is indeed a neighbor and close friend of Lee's when they were small. Truman Capote fondly remembered going to the local courthouse with Lee and watching trials play out during summers as kids. However, it's unlikely the pair ever witnessed one of the trials that shook the civil rights movement awake. It has been suggested that Tom Robinson, the falsely accused black man, is loosely based on Emmett Till, a black man who was murdered for engaging in a flirtatious chat with a white woman in public. Other instances of wrongly accused black men would have been known to Lee as a teen and 20-something, as would the prejudiced sentiments of the people in her hometown. Mockingbird has been compared to Uncle Tom's Cabin due to its timely release date in the middle of the civil rights movement. Some scholars claim it was an important book for drumming up sympathy for the African-American cause, though it's difficult to quantify its impact as a whole. Some critics argue that Mockingbird didn't go far enough in calling for change. The main criticisms of the book now are that it treats racism with a detached perspective, black characters are flat and two-dimensional, and the use of racial epithets is offensive. However, civil rights leader Andrew Young notes that the use of racial epithets is simply a true-to-life depiction of the time in which the story is set. Additionally, Young has said that the book inspires hope in the midst of chaos and confusion and is an act of humanity in how it shows that people can change their prejudice perspectives. Since its publication in 1960, To Kill a Mockingbird has never been out of print and it's estimated that there are over 30 million copies in circulation. Today's poem is At the Grave of the Forgotten by Effie Waller-Smith. In a churchyard old and still, where the breeze touched branches thrill to and fro, giant oak trees bend their shade, or a sunken grave mound made long ago. No stone crumbling at its head bears the moss and name of the dead, graven deep, but a myriad blossoms grace close with trembling light the place of his sleep. Was a young man in his strength laid beneath this low mound's length, heeding not? Did a maiden's parents wail as they saw her pulseless pale hither brought? Was it else one full of days who had traveled darksome ways and was tired, who looked forth unto the end and saw death come as a friend long desired? Who it was that rest below, not earth's wisest now may know or can tell, but these blossoms witness bear, they who laid the sleeper there loved him well. In the dust that closed him o'er, planted they the garden store, deemed most sweet, till the fragrant gleam outspread, swept in beauty from his head to his feet. Still in early springtime's glow, 
Gelder roses cast their snow o'er his rest. Still sweet Williams breathe perfume where the peony's crimson bloom drapes his breast. Passing stranger, pity not him who lies here all forgot neath this earth. Someone loved him more can fall to no mortal. Love is all life is worth. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Virginia Combs, wishing you a good morning, a better day, and a lovely evening.